0: We do a great commission type of ministry with college students, a lot of evangelism and discipleship, and that's at Fort Lewis College in Durango. So I love college students, and what is awesome is that college students, like every other person that you'll ever cross paths with, are hungry for Jesus, because every one of us needs him, right? And if you go talk on campus about church or the Bible, you'll get different responses, pro and con, but if you talk about Jesus, everybody's interested in Jesus, Matthew 9, 37, Jesus told us that the harvest is ripe, right, guys? But what did he say is lacking? The workers are lacking, right? So the problem isn't with the harvest. I think as Christians, a lot of times we think the problem is with the non-Christians. They're not interested. That's not the problem. The problem is with us getting past our fear and actually sharing with the non-Christians that definitely are interested and are open to knowing about Jesus. So the harvest is ripe. And in John 12, Jesus said that he would draw every person to himself If he was lifted up on the cross, and he was, right? So you can be confident that every person you cross paths with for the rest of your life, God is already working in their heart, right? This isn't an issue of, will God work in their heart? He is. You can trust by faith he is, and the fact that you're standing next to them is part of God's plan to reach them with the good news so that they can come to know Jesus, right? And that is what's going to happen at night vision. That's the whole reason this is happening is for people's lives and actual eternities to be changed, right? For people to come to know Jesus. And so we want to make sure to train every single volunteer this year uh, just in some basic ways that they can share their faith. Because you're going to have a job to do, and we want you to focus on that job. But at the same time, we want you to be keeping an open mind about opportunities so when they do arise, you don't have to wait for Erica to share with that person, right? Or Jimmy, because they're going to be busy, (laughs) but each one of us will have the opportunity to share. So my hope is that this little training today, we're only going to take 10-15 minutes, will give you some tools that you can apply at night vision, so that when opportunities arise you can share your faith there, but also for the rest of your lives, I hope you get the opportunity to keep applying these things. So as we talk about evangelism training, how many of you would say, I feel confident, strong, bold, and secure in my ability to share my faith fearlessly? Not many of us, right? I don't feel that way, and a lot of times people, just on a side note, they say you have the gift of evangelism. I say, no, I don't. I just realize that's a command, and it's something that that is—it's not a bad thing. This is a good thing, right? And I'm going to do it because Jesus called me to do it, and I get to share Him with other people. But wherever you're coming from, you don't have to have that gift, right? You don't have to be an expert. But we're going to give you some tools. And just a note on that gift. Guys, a lot of times people tell me you only have to share your faith if you have the gift of evangelism. Have you guys ever heard that one before? Probably a lot of us have heard that one, right? Well, what if you came to me, okay, what's your name? Yeah, Joy, that's my wife's middle name, that's a cool name. Okay, Joy, what if Joy came to me in the middle of night vision and said, Nate, I am stressed out, (laughs) my feet are hurting, like Lucretia was saying, and I need some encouragement. And I said, Oh well, Joy, that's not my spiritual gift. So find somebody who can encourage you, but I'm not that person. We would all say, that's absurd, right? That's crazy. Or giving. What if your friend said, I'm in need? And you said, well, I don't have the gift of giving, so see you later. All right? That's crazy. But we have that attitude with evangelism. Some of us are going to have that gift. Others are not. And whether you have the gift or not, you're called. If you follow Jesus, remember what he said in Matthew 4, You're called to be a fisher of men. You get to be a part of the greatest joy sharing him with other people. So here are some ways that you can do that, guys. Number one, S, spend time with God. And this acronym spells out SHARE, so hopefully it'll be easy to remember. So number one, spend time with God. Don't trust that you, on your own, have everything that you need to reach that person for Christ. Because you don't. And that's actually a good thing, because if it all depended on you, <laughs> we'd all be in trouble. We need him to live his life through us and to speak his words through us to people that desperately need him, not more of me. So I need to be connecting with him before I go out and share. I need to be getting in the word. I need to be hearing from God. And then, you guys, I need to be praying. I need, we, we call this the divine order. First talk to God about people... And then talk to people about God. It's pretty simple, but it's, it's right on the money, right? So I need to be connecting with him. And then I need to be walking intentionally by faith in the power of his Holy Spirit. Trusting him to work through me, not my own self, right? Because I don't have what it takes. So that's the foundation. Spend time with God. Uh, number two, H, have an expectant attitude. Don't expect failure. Don't expect that nobody's interested. Don't expect they don't want to hear. Right, But realize God is working in their heart. He's drawing them to himself. The harvest is ripe. It's the workers that are few. And by faith, I'm going to be one of those workers. And I'm going to expect that God's going to work in those people's hearts as I share. And you guys, even if you don't see it, even if you don't see it, God's going to work in their hearts. Right? Isaiah 55 tells us his word does not return void. And I, I'm, after years of sharing my faith, I'm starting to get stories back occasionally of people that have trusted christ long after i shared with them and i would have if i didn't hear the story i would assume it was totally a lost cause right but you guys i promise you if you're sharing your faith at night vision and for the rest of your lives god's going to use it you can you can know that for sure so again look for opportunities and expect god to use you and side note don't neglect the job that you're supposed to be doing either right so make sure not to get too distracted if you get into an intense conversation and you have a job to do, try to pass that person off to somebody in the follow-up tent, or the prayer tent, or grab somebody on the evangelism team. We'll be out there, too, doing a lot of one-on-one stuff. Grab one of us and say, can you, can you jump in here and keep sharing with this person? And that might be the case. Dealing with this topic, there are going to be a lot of people with a lot of pain that might really want to know how to have Jesus in their life. So grab some help if you need it so that you don't forget your job or miss it. Okay, A, ask questions. You guys, for the rest of your lives, this is the greatest way to start a conversation and to get into a conversation about the gospel. If I walked up to somebody and just said, Hey, you know the Bible says you're going to hell without Jesus? Do you want me to tell you about Jesus? (laughs) Is that going to be a very good transition? They're going to say you're crazy. Actually, we had a student do that. He became a Christian. And he was so on fire for God. He gets home and he tells his non-Christian girlfriend, we are on a camping trip, he calls her up says, you know you're going to hell until you trust Christ? And that didn't go over too well. <laughs> right, they broke up pretty quickly. And, um, so don't, don't take that approach. Ask questions. Right? Everybody likes to talk about themselves. And not many people listen to other people talking today. Right? How many people genuinely want to know what's going on in your head? If you start asking questions and listening to people, you will inevitably find a way to transition to the gospel every single time if you give it a few minutes. And just keep asking those questions. And so we want you to ask a few conversations starting questions. This would be a good one you could ask. What do you think about the concert? Or what did you think about the concert? So let's just role play this a little bit. Seth, I met you a minute ago. Do you mind coming up here? If, if you don't want to, you don't have to. Anybody with hair that cool, though? <laughs> Is not shy I'm assuming. Okay, so Seth, let's, let's just say that we've been uh, at night vision, and you know, you're know you on your way out, or else you're, you know, you're at the restrooms waiting in this massive line, or you're waiting for some food, and I see you. I could say, so Seth, what did you think of the concert so far? Uh, Guitar sets pretty sick lines. Sweet. Yes. I totally understand you. No. <laughs> 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 I work with all the sheets, so I've seen it all. But anyway, okay, well, which band is your favorite? Mercy. Mercy Me. Mercy yeah. Me? Gosh, that's yeah. awesome. Was tonight the first time you've heard them, or have you heard them before. before? I've heard them before. You have? Yeah. Okay, got it. So, they're they're a Christian band. or you have other Christian bands? Is that kind of music that you're into? Uh, yeah, that's it once in a while. Awesome. So, why is that? What's been your experience with Christianity? Uh, what do you mean? What's your background? Do you, do you just listen to music because you like it, or do you have some kind of a, a background? Uh, I grew up in a Christian now, uh-huh. um, but, you no. Know, my mom always had it on the radio. And right awesome. So, having grown up in a Christian home, what is what what would you say is really the core issue of Christianity? And you... I don't want to take... I don't want to probably, put you on the spot for everyone. Probably just uh, basically like your personal walk of Chris Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so see, Seth kind of knows what's going on here. But, you guys, those are just some random questions. Was that awkward? Yeah. If I did that to you, you like, if, if I shared that with you at Night Vision, yeah. you probably wouldn't go away thinking... Me is weird, <laughs> right? Yeah. you just saying, hey, it's he friendly. I yeah. to know where I'm coming from. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to meet people there and say, yeah, totally. Like, I have those sick lines on the guitar, yeah. all right? And, and I might say, well, have you heard this band before? Yeah. No. I talked to people last year that said this. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of these bands before, really. What kind of music do you into? And there's lots of non-Christian bands. I've never heard these Christian bands. Well, instantly, that's opening up an opportunity to get back to the gospel. What do you think about their message? What do you think about what they were saying up there? Yeah. You know, you guys see how easy that is? Just ask some questions and you can go sit down. Give Seth a hand. Yay. So at, at Night Vision, when you're volunteering, you can just ask some simple conversation starting questions and quickly get to the gospel. It's really that simple. And you can do this for the rest of your life. And you know what? You might not ask a perfect question. You might totally bomb. I did that today, right before I saw you guys. That's <laughs> so embarrassing.
1: <laughs>
0: get in this coffee shop, probably because I hadn't had enough coffee. So Get in. Order a coffee. And seriously, I'm thinking, how can I ask the questions to bring this conversation to the gospel? I asked the, the barista, the lady serving the coffee. Seriously, this is what I asked her. Do you live in your And I mean, the second I asked it, I thought, what kind of moron are you, Nate? Of <laughs> course, and she goes, well, I live in Ridgeway. And I'm like, that's what I meant. But I was like, okay, that's like, thank you for the coffee. <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> So anyway, you guys are gonna make mistakes. It's okay. The idea is just have an attitude of desiring to share Christ with people. And then, and then take the initiative. Take a step and ask a question. Okay, so ask questions. And then use resources, guys. Use resources. The the Knowing God Personally booklet, a lot of you have it, a little blue booklet. You guys see that? That accurately goes through the whole gospel. You could share that. That's a conversational tool. It's not meant just a handout. If somebody comes to the point where, no, I don't know what it means to have Christ in my life, but I'm really interested, what they said really got to me, do you know what it means to have a relationship with Christ? You could share something like that little booklet with them and go through it and ask them questions and draw them out. If you want a good training on how to use that booklet, go to the the URL that's listed there, and you'll see a 10-minute video of how to do that with someone. Next, have your testimony written out and prepared and ready, so it's not just rambling and awkward. We call this a three-minute testimony, and it's a great evangelistic tool. That URL will give you a worksheet that you can work through and come up with your three-minute testimony. So you're doing your job. You ask a few questions. They say, what about you? Well, maybe I don't have an hour, but I have three minutes to tell them what God has done in my life, right? Whatever you do, just get a few tools, right? Get a few resources that you can use that will help you. The other thing with resources, and I'm about done here... Is whether or not you're comfortable sharing your faith, when you use resources, you help the people around you learn how to share their faith. Like let's say Seth and I are hanging out and I use that KGP. Maybe if Seth had never shared his faith before, he might not go, I could never do it like Nate. But you look at that and you say, I could do that KGP booklet, right? So it's what we call a transferable tool where the people around you can catch the vision as well. All right, finally, guys, encourage them. Whether they trust Christ, if they do, make sure to get them to the follow-up tent and get them plugged in. Uh, If they're hungry and interested, you take down their number and get back in touch with them, right? And try and stay in touch with them. Whatever you do, help get them plugged in so that conversation isn't the last one you have with them. Because I've seen many times, there's a short window sometimes where God is working in somebody's heart. And man, make, make the most of it. Finally, guys, have a blast. Have fun. God's commands are not burdensome scripture tells us. This is a joy to get to share our faith. It's one of the most exciting things any of us will ever get to do. So have some fun and take the initiative and the power of the Holy Spirit and then trust the results to God is what Bill Bright said. You're off the hook. Their decision is between them and God. All you're responsible for is sharing that good news with them.